This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. What is poppin' everybody and welcome to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast brought to you by Solve for Why. You know, I'm here with my only friends, without the only kids today. We got no Landon, no Melissa, but everybody else is in the building. Chin's in the corner. Repping a new seat today. What's poppin', Chin? I heard the camera angles are better here, so I've been moved. You look good, Chin. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. Where is Landon anyway? I thought he was coming back today. Yeah, he's on a flight. He's back at five. I think he's on a flight right now. Yes, that's messed up. We didn't, we didn't move the pod for the Landon return on a Monday. We only do two ones in a year. <laughs> you know, we got guapo on the ones and twos as always. Sure. My dude, but they had a nice little pick this week. We're going to talk about that soon. We're just yeah. definitely going to jump into that. Mm -hmm. The boys from Yinsville. Yinsville. No. Yinsville. That's, that's not a thing. No, he made it a thing. I just no, made, no, I'm, I'm not going to accept that. I you like know what? Melissa, can you please make me a Yinsville emote? Thank you. <laughs> we'll, get that, we'll get that on and popping right away. And my dude, Andre. What to do, man? Why? <laughs> <laughs> What? That's the most Asian, <laughs> that's the most Asian thing I've ever seen. Was that racist? What culture are you memeing right now? Is this Everything. hentai? I mean, okay, hentai maybe for you is a culture, but I don't would, I don't know anything about it. It'd be Japanese first off. Hentai is equated to Japanese. So hentai means pervert in uh, Japanese. As you say, all I know is hentai porn. So yeah, that makes sense. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Is there a correlation between hentai <laughs> porn and whenever they like when I go to Pornhub and there's like what? Marge Simpson with big fat titties out? Yo, is that like the only thing I see when I go to Pornhub is like you know sister porn or shit? Like why the <laughs> no, fuck no, is no, this on my floor? It's the advertisements on the side. It's his uh, advertisement. Uh, it's always like Marge. <laughs> you know, he has cookies enabled. It's all, it's always like Marge Simpson like bent over a bed, <laughs> looking back at Homer. What the, the hell? Why the fuck yeah, get a hold of this show. Uh, you brother. know, shit goes wild <laughs> real quick. I, I'm sitting on some type of fucking sex toy right now. This shit is fucking crazy. We're talking about porn. I'm sitting on a fucking sex toy. The saddle, man. It's you absurd. Get, Absolutely you get absurd. In mm -hmm. Back you know, in the saddle. You know, back in the saddle. We had a fun weekend this weekend. Um, Lots of bunch of games. And, mm -hmm. you know, the weekend warriors, the fucking weekend warriors wow. came through this weekend. Let's go, boys. Five and oh. Wow. We went five and oh, baby. I Man. mean, we're, bas we're basically sharps. We're we obviously are. sharps. We I are. mean, I mean, you're, yours, you, you got by the, by the skin of your teeth last skin night. Skin of my teeth. The skin of your teeth last night getting Listen the seven and a half points. Listen to me. Uh, I, I'm enjoying this Steeler team. <laughs> okay. You are? I am. Wait, wait. Uh, I understand. Having a heart attack. Look, I understand that there's a lot, a lot of heartache involved, and we have high potential. You're enjoying the potential. No, no. no. Well, the potential's there. I, I'm, I'm all in on the future of this Steeler team. I'm all ears right now. Let me. But this. <laughs> I'm enjoying this because I came into the season with very low expectations. I expected them to be a seven-win team. They're probably still only going to be a seven-win team. Oh, if they're lucky. If they're lucky. But looking back through the first seven weeks. They easily could have beat the Browns. They easily could have beat the Jets. They easily... Oh, everything else might be correct. 
You shouldn't have easily beat the Jets. What are you talking about? The Jets about? are the number Listen, three team in the Ber- league, baby. No, I, I get what Berkey's saying. Right, right. Almost all of our losses were super close game. They were uh, they all, the wins were the same. Not the even win- just not even just that right. they were super close, but that the like the entire game flow was in the Steelers' favor with the Jets and last night's game specifically. Yeah, I but, think you guys yeah. only got blown out once, right? Uh, Buffalo, yeah. Yeah, Bad. I mean, well, that that's yeah. a game that you're gonna lose even if you have. A full sure. team of right. all stars. Right. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I I, I think um, Steelers have a good future. Honestly, like you have. I mean, Pickens the, is going to be the best receiver in the league within the next season. He's really yeah. fucking. You you good, can man. see why Tomlin, uh, why he was hesitant to to put Kenny Pickett out there to start with, and and why he said he wanted him to, you know, maybe sit out this year, and then his kind of his hand was forced. But I mean, he's just he's so you know. Uh, just inexperienced in making mistakes and making ill-advised throws, and I mean, I, I, th- I think thing, the interception, the interception then last night's game and the interception to end uh, the Jets game was were both horrific. Forced. Yeah, uh, he's They're just bad. too, you know, whatever. He's a rookie, but mm-hmm. uh, he he looks a little bit too fleet of foot in the pocket. He doesn't yeah. really stand in just yet. However, Tomlin was hesitant to put him in because Tomlin doesn't want to have a losing fucking season. Maybe. And he was still committed to the idea that if I have a game manager out there, we can mm. steal nine wins. <laughs> Mr. Biscuit wasn't going to get you your have, winning season, Mr. Tomlin. I also have a question, question for you about that. Because, like, I think that most first-year quarterbacks aren't – if there's somebody else on the roster that could play quarterback, they usually sit the bench with them, no matter how good they are for the most part. Uh, I think that trend has changed a lot in the last, like, six or seven years. I think, like, Mahomes is a great example. Yeah. Uh, um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen was bad his first year, though. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of these quarterbacks have really bad years the first year, and I, I wonder if like that year on Herbert, the, another example. I wonder if that year on the bench does help, like you know. I, I think that that was the old school mentality, and I think it's largely been disproven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Newton was like rookie of the year his That's his true. first year. Like youth. Yes, there's an adjustment period from college to pros. But unless you're already an established team that is going to be playoff bound regardless, uh, almost no one is better served by keeping talent on the bench. Yeah, all those quarterbacks that we actually just mentioned are all like um, freaks of nature. They all run the ball. So it's kind of different, I think. Like mm. from like a passing stand in the pocket quarterback, it might be a little different. Like, I don't know. I think all these quarterbacks we just mentioned, like all were great running the ball, like just doing other things outside of throwing it. But that's just kind of the emergence of what the quarterback position is now. Yeah, maybe. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, man, he got it done, didn't he? My man! He got that, was, that was an easy one. My man Berkey was like, oh, no way. Minus two uh, and a half. Those Niners he are just so got good. McCaffrey to fucking ruin his career. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew they, I knew McCaffrey wouldn't be used like in full. And, like, I mean, he in got full? Eight. I don't even know if he got more carries than Wilson. It was a fucking joke. Right. Well, I, that's what I told you was going to happen. How hard is it to, <laughs> how hard is it to get fucking McCaffrey obviously to hard. just show up and say like all right guys yeah. like oh, you gotta learn the you system. Got an outlet pack because it's, it's fuck the system you know, it's, not, it's, not that, it's not that simple I mean it's fuck people game. are so proud and stubborn McCaffrey yeah. could have just stayed in fucking Carolina and found himself a win last week I know what in the fuck happened there dude <laughs> who is the running back I, now just, um Foreman or uh it's uh, Chuba, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard and uh Devontae Foreman yeah mm. which uh they announced uh Hubbard as the starter but I think Foreman had a hundred yard game. Hurt. I think Maybe he got sure. hurt too. Um, but Foreman, yeah, Foreman crushed it. Man, fucking so annoying. The Jets got a W, but we lost Brees Hall for the fucking se- oh. for the year. 
brutal. I think dude. he took really ACL. Yeah. It's, Fuck, I was trading for him. It's so. Are you canceling it right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably too late. Man, how did how did she not accidentally just snap that up? You're, it Man. seems like you're getting lucky on the fucking the this trade guy. Rides. Yeah, he sends me a trade in the middle of the game. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What's the difference? Exactly what happened. A player gets hurt, and then you can get fucked, right? Like, if I if I was a dick and so, I wanted to just like snap, accept that once uh, the the player you're trading for got hurt, I could do that. I'm not gonna do that because I don't. It would, just get, it would just get vetoed. What are you talking about? So it would get vetoed by everybody. So basically, um, Berkey, off, Berkey offered um, LaManna a trade mid-game mid Sunday that sent DJ, DK Metcalf to... I had DK Metcalf. Right, so, he was going to give me Ayuk so uh, were, for DK Metcalf straight up. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then D, DK gets hurt. And then DK got carted off like literally like five minutes after he said the Insane. Absolutely insane. You know, yeah. we had a little plus 225 on the door come through. Yeah, we did. We did. Melissa, that was her pick originally because she was first to say it. Mm -hmm. Man, I almost booked it. But my man. She was, she was talking about looking for action until she fucking <laughs> got greedy with the line. I was, I was almost about to snap it up. Efra bet it, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. He did. Yeah, no, he I did. mean, I was going to take the yeah. other side. Oh, you were into the other side. My man, Guapa watched the fights. What do you think, Guapa? Uh, so what happened happened. There was a um, lot of controversy on Twitter. There was yeah, this, yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Immediately trending within fucking seconds, robbed in big letters. Yeah, so it definitely wasn't a robbery. Robbery gets thrown around way too much. Um, the only clear and concise round was the second round. I thought Peter Yan won that for sure. Uh, the first and the third round were, were up for debate. But what happened um, was that Yan wasn't able to get on the inside, which is what I thought was going to happen. And if it was going to go three rounds... I didn't see Peter Yan winning a decision. Um, it could have gone either way, but it, it definitely wasn't a robbery. Okay, yeah. I, I was watching on, like, the ESPN Fight Center thing, so, like, all you really see is, like, faces glow, body shots glow, and shit like that. And for what I saw, fucking Yan was getting his ass whooped. All I just saw was Yan's face just lighting up red. He's like, ah, ha, ha. But, you know. They can I look do that retroactively. Um if this fight took place 10 years ago, Peter would have won 100%. Yeah, so when I was looking down at the control, so I don't know much about um, MMA, but I do know my friend yeah. Oscar, he loves it. And the one thing I bitched about it was like, if you just have control of the whole match, you just win. Like, no matter how many, like, you don't have to throw any strikes, it seemed. As long as you have control and you're wrestling, you just win. Yes. And Jan had fucking four minutes of control to, like, Three seconds. Octagon when control I at it. was definitely in favor of Peter, but when um, he just did no damage, right? He would the, get him down and just wouldn't do anything with it. It right. was crazy. Uh, it was actually really impressive of O'Malley because generally these long, uh, scrawny guys, right? Like he, his his reach advantage is insane, right? But once you get on the inside, you isolate his appendages, and then it's just easy to keep him down. The fact that he was able to get up. Every single time is actually really impressive. Um, so yeah, Sean O'Malley really surprised me. Does he get points for that? Like just getting up every time? Like that's no, no. You, you don't get points for going back to neutral states. Okay. Um, but you get points for for taking him down, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I think it really did come down to just more damage was done by Sean O'Malley. Like those, he had some really nice body shots. He had some really really nice straights and hooks. Yeah. Um, just on on uh, boxing level, just pieced him up. Right. If you were judging the fight, where are you going? <laughs> I, I thought Jan was 
won that fight. Okay. But I wasn't surprised that that O'Malley won. Okay. Guapo, what would you think? Um, If push came to shove, just from looking at the numbers, I would say... I'd say probably Peter Yan, just because of control time. But the thing is, when he was controlling him, he wasn't causing a lot of damage. Yeah. But to be fair, I thought maybe Peter Yan. All right. All right. Chin got a W. Chin yeah. got a little W with Islam. Yeah. Was, I thought, I just, I vote for whoever is in Habib's camp. Like, I'm just going to keep, keep betting that. That's the, that's the king of the control. That's the only, that's the only time. And then I watched the uh, NBA. The Lakers lost again. They're 0 3. They're not Yo, did good. you see LeBron shoot that fucking yeah. air ball from like 22 feet? Yeah, I saw LeBron shoot. It wasn't 22, Jesus. It was a little deeper. But like, <laughs> I mean, but, it was a step and a half in but, front uh, of half court. Man. But yeah, I mean, they need, they need help shooting really, really bad, like immediately. They're shooting like 22% from is, three from the lead for like the first three games. Who's their best 22%. shooter? They don't have a best shooter. LeBron, I guess. <laughs> like, LeBron might be their best that, shooter. That can't like, be. it's bad. Bro. You can't it's, have LeBron as your best shooter. It's really bad right now. Like, they need to make, I think they need to make a trade. Unfortunately, I think they're going to have to get rid of, like, that first round, the, the, the first round pick that they keep asking for, like, the league keeps asking for to get rid of uh, Russell. But oh, yeah. we'll see. I mean, I'm not sure. And then, uh, yeah, I got, I played a lot of poker, a lot of fucking poker this week. Did you? So, yeah. Did you get your two binds back? We got 1.5 back. Okay. Oh, shit. Whoa, Congrats. Right, you know On the road to recovery. There was a hand yesterday that was like super heated debate last night at 3 a.m. with Bert oh, yeah, and I still me need and to talk to you about that. I woke uh, up and I was looking at it. I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I just woke up, guys. What the fuck? You were thinking a lot. You could fucking learn something. You should read it. 300 messages. Later on. You would think I lost the hand. I actually won the hand. Like sometimes I'm not sure about the hand and I still send it even though I won. Uh, and I am curious about that answer. Chin, you should really cool. make a thread on how you recover from these huge, huge downswings, man. You have to like, fight so hard, man. It's, it's Everyone crazy. is so good now. It's, Nobody calls. Everybody only three bit or fold. Yeah. It's really annoying, man. Like everybody's good now. Everybody's I, annoying. I if I get into a two down, uh, two buy and downswing, I just. You know, I, I thought about quitting. <laughs> I thought about just doing something else. Yeah. Andre lost his first buy and shoving in blind, and his second one he had like Jack for off. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Actually, that game usually wins. The first time I, I went all in, it was six nine against you. I know, I hate you. It was awesome. Yeah, you, 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 you're a nit. We're gonna be in for a battle today, though. The Monday games are hard. Mm. The Monday games are hard. Monday sound hard. Yeah, yeah. When are we having another Connie Connie meetup game? I don't know. Maybe soon. Maybe yes. soon. Some other shit that happened this weekend. The Phillies and the that other team yeah. are going to the World Series. So. I saw this video on Twitter, and man, I got some fucking chills from this. Shout out to Melissa and her Phillies. Bryson never won a postseason series prior to this year. Not only did he reach the postseason, he's been the best hitter in the postseason. This is the deepest he's ever played. He's one win, and in this case, one swing, perhaps, from the World Series.
fucking the field. This video is pretty sick. That's a pretty sick moment. You know, especially for Bryce. He's been in the league for a while. He's supposed to be, you know, an all-star. One of the best, yeah. As for the uninformed, what just happened other than a home run? So it was um, 3-2. Phillies are leading this series 3-1, but um, they're down 3-2 in the eighth inning, and Bryce Harper comes up and hits a home run with a man on. So they go up 4-2 yeah. for the W. 4-3. Four, 4-3, three. Four, three, Basically, he shit on that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, made an iconic playoff moment. Um, but more importantly, I think for a guy like Bryce Harper, who was one of the first to ink one of these like multi-year, hundred, hundreds of million dollar yeah, deals. I think it's like 13, 13 years for like 380 million or something like something that. Something huge. Whoa. Uh, I think for guys like that, being able to perform in the playoffs has become like such a, a barometer as far as like what their legacy will be. Mm-hmm. So like when you look at a guy like Bonds, uh, probably the greatest to ever have done it, but he was a complete flop. He was a non-factor in the playoffs whenever he went with the Pirates three years in a row. And then uh, it wasn't until, I guess it was like 2002, the Giants finally made a push and they made the World Series, and he was just unstoppable. So, like, prior to that, the whole conversation was Barry Bonds is a non-factor in the playoffs. We see this with Kershaw as well. Uh, so, for, for Bryce Harper, his stats this playoff run have just been, like, yeah. godlike. He's hit five home runs this playoff. Yeah, his, his slugging is, like, over 1,000, I think. Uh, he's, he's literally just putting on an absolute clinic of what it is to be an MVP. Uh, during a playoff run and people don't True. people don't remember but like he effectively opted out of college he went for one season to community college here locally in nevada so he's from vegas yeah. uh he's, he's a local kid mm-hmm. went for one year left at 19 straight to the bigs so this is his 11th year he's only 30 i didn't realize wow. that i didn't realize he didn't go to college yeah wow uh, he went to Las Vegas Community College gotcha. I think, for a year. When but, you say shit on, he shit on the pitcher. Uh, I mean, hitting an oppo home run is is a true sign of like really strong, powerful hitting to begin with. Like it, it's it's hard less common. Yeah. Um, but just the moment, the gravity of the moment. It, it, he's just like shitting on the spot. That's so cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that like that that video obviously is like really cool because they turn it into this montage and it, yeah. it becomes this really cool thing. But uh, I think the Phillies are going to go into this as. Like, I think this is going to be a pick'em series. A what? You wow! Think, you think the Strohs are going to be a huge favorite? Yes. A huge, yes, huge favorite. Really? Yes, minus two thirty. Really? Minus yeah, yeah, two thirty yeah. at the bare minimum might be minus three. In all reality, as, as On well paper, as they're playing, I just playing, don't see it. As, I mean, Phillies are playing good right now. Yeah. Like, Brian, I mean, it's not even just about how they're playing though. Like their lineup stacks. They also don't have yeah. a fourth pitcher. So, that part is that part. Mm-hmm. Is so true. welcome to the yeah. world of they're, bullpen yeah, four game, right. fourth game. So Houston's pitching is just so good, and they're, they got they got a lot of good hitters. They're, I mean, fucking, they're, they're the best team. For I sure. fucking hate them so much. Yeah. They're so fucking good. They are they are kryptonite. They're the Yankees kryptonite. Mm-hmm. They, they just uh, shit on us, just like Bryce Harper fucking hit that home run. That's what the Astros do to us. They haven't for lost four yet. games every fucking yeah, playoff series. They haven't lost yet in the playoffs. It's they're seven so, to zero. It's so crazy, man. Yeah, I do find it fascinating that in modern baseball, with everything that we know about, uh, like this, like how we're using data to to optimize for the sport, I find it fascinating that a few things just 
tend to continue to be true. Number one, that there still isn't some sort of formulaic approach to how you uh, work your rotation through through these series. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for me, always coming up, uh, and Lamanu, you'll remember this when the Giants won the World Series with Bumgardner back when he was MVP. Mm-hmm. I always found it to just be like ludicrous that you don't set your rotation so that your number one can throw three times. I was going to say, right. didn't he pitch three yeah. times? So it was weird. They set it up so that he threw, um, I think he threw game one or maybe game two and game six. But he ultimately ended up making an appearance. He yes. closed out game seven. Yeah, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. He okay, started game was. six yeah. and then closed game seven. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like, it's one way, you know, it's a, well, it's more than a week, but it's it's seven games and you should be able, like it's, it's the World Series, so you should be able to pitch up three three days rest. Yeah, I mean, you know, this goes back to the whole state of baseball as a whole, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> pitchers throwing on three days rest is like not uncommon at all, right? Throughout the course of your your career, coming up to mm-hmm. the bigs and whatnot, and sure, once you're in regular season, like throwing on three days rest during the regular season would be insane, right? There would be no need for it because right. like no one game is ever going to be that important mm-hmm. unless you're talking about the final game of the season, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, whenever you get into the playoffs, it's like we were talking about this with the wild card round uh, in trying to devise a plan to play this three game set followed by the five game set and like what's most optimal there. It's like, okay, I could see where that monkey wrenches things. Mm-hmm. But once you get into the NLCS or ALCS and then the World Series, your rotation should just be set. Yeah, I mean, it depends, right? Like, I mean, if if you need if you need your uh, your ace to pitch game seven of the of the championship series, then you're, he's not going to be able to throw three games in the World Series. You know what I mean? So, well, not necessarily. Uh, I mean, this year you're correct, yeah. but only because well, this year, yeah, well, well, this year there's, there's an there, they should all be set up, right? The Phillies and uh, Astros should be perfectly set up because they have four games in between, correct? Right, because both series ended so early. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like you know, if these both these series go seven games, then then it's a little different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I always find it to be strange. But the whole reason I brought that up is because uh, I find it fascinating that the the Phillies who don't have a strong number four choose to instead of just working a three man rotation, uh, run the pen out. Do the for number four. I doubt yeah. they'll do that in the World yeah. Series though. I don't. You don't. No. I mean, well, I I think it depends on where the series is at. So I think that if uh, if this if the Phillies are leading the series going into game four, they almost certainly run the pen out. I get what you're saying. Um, but I also find it weird that they have, uh, what's his face? He's Syndergaard. Noah. And choose not to start him. Have you looked at his stats this year? No, but I know he's coming off of an injury. Okay, uh, that might be it. But it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but like, <laughs> you, gotta tr- <laughs> you gotta trust the ball in somebody's hands in these spots, right? It's like... I'm going to take a flame-throwing 30-year-old who's been there before over, uh, you know, just... They, they literally started a guy in game four. He threw a, a shutout first and then pulled him. He yanked him. Or was it the Padres? Whatever. Both, both the Padres and Phillies started a guy. Neither of them got out of the first. That and only been, one of the teams gave up runs. That must I, have been a fucking pain for you. I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't take it. That must have been like, fucking yeah. paid for you. I, I mean, yeah, like it. I don't know. There's so much value to each player on the team that it's like there's an inherent EV to each player, right? 
and like all of the the outcomes through which the game can play out so it's like early in the game when um when there's very little on the line it seems insane to me to waste a pitcher yeah i got you uh i understand it from i i it might have been Philly. Philly might have given up the lead early. So I understand it. Like, if your guy's out there and he's getting shelled any one, yeah, get him yeah, the fuck out, out shortly. Yeah, of course. Especially if it's a bullpen game. Expect right. to be a bullpen game. Right. But, like, yeah, if you're the other team and your guy comes out and throws a scoreless first and you're just like, okay, good job, pat him on the ass and send him out on his way. It's like, <laughs> bro, this might go 15. Yeah, it's wild. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, really, I really hope we get a, a good series because these last two were not great. They were not, you know, that ex- I mean, yeah, there was some excitement in. Like you said, the Phillies game, but damn, you know, what I don't sure want to wasn't see it in New York. No, it was not. I mean, geez, swept what the fuck. Just, I you mean, know, you know where there was some excitement across the pond. Oh yeah, across the pond, our boy Lundy, our boy Lundy and Lundy. So Lundy um, and Lundy, Lundy and Lundy. It seems that um, Poker News put out this article, a little video of um. Landing getting <laughs> cooled off, cooled off, and uh, EPT ties early on in the main event. Landon held ace eight on a board of eight six eight. After calling a raise on the flop and a bet on the nine of hearts turn, Landon managed to not go broke on the ace of clubs river. He just called and lost to pocket nines for a bigger full house. A few hands later, he got it all in with tens and ran into kings to bust the main event. Brutal cooler for what Landon. What the Tyson. fuck, Landy? Oh my god! What the fuck was that? A good fold. First of all, you showed up to EPT in a towel. <laughs> Like, I think that's how he shows up everywhere nowadays. You just show up in the towel, just flexing it. Yeah. Yo, Chin, what the fuck happened to that hand? Uh, yo, that was crazy. <laughs> 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 he flew all the way <laughs> to Europe, hiked across mountains, and then just gets coolered. Like, <laughs> that sucks. He literally walked to the EPT to get he, coolered. Yo, he was like walking with goats and shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and get, you know how inspired he was. He was like, "I'm one with the earth," and all this stuff. And like, and then all of a sudden, he goes in there, and just gets boat under boat. Like, sorry, bro. Sorry, man. Go back to America. It's a, it's a cruel game, you know. It's a cruel game. Yeah, poker can be cruel sometimes, yeah. you know. How how optimistic was everybody in that hand? He c bets eight eight three or whatever with ace eight. It's called and then raised. And then he calls, oh. and the other guy calls. <laughs> but you gotta, you know. And he has ace eight. <laughs> yeah, but that overboat draw is strong. That overboat draw. You get the it all. razor has nines and just drills it. Oh, like, you, get, you just get it all, man. But he's, I mean, he's always, he's never folding nines. He's I mean, always going to get it all anyway. Yeah. I mean, not for nothing. If you. He actually didn't get it all. He I bet know. on the end. <laughs> Landon just called, trying to get the other guy to overcall. Yeah. Saved himself. I mean, if you saw a guy fucking show up in a towel and nothing else, aren't you going to raise him on eight? Oh, my God. I, I can't believe that I have not brought this up yet. Ladies and gentlemen, can we? I want you to take a look next to Matt Berkey, where his hand is. That is a fucking framed tweet from Pat McAfee right there. Goddamn the right one and only Pat McAfee. You're goddamn right. I, I thought somebody sent that to us. He's I like, thought no, so no, I had to make this myself. Stuff. Let's go with that story. <laughs> No, no, no. It was a gift. Yeah, it was a gift to yourself. It was a gift from you know Matt what? Berkey Listen, to Matt Berkey. When your heroes, you know, do something like that, like a tweet like that, you know, the moment Berkey's been living for his entire life, I'd frame that fucking shit up too. Nah, honestly, true. It's the real reason why he started the podcast. Yeah, it's literally true. right fucking there. Mm-hmm. He's, he's well, I'm it. not hosting anymore. Yeah. I don't care. It's yeah. all over. I'm done. It doesn't matter anymore. I made it.
Now know? you just need to. Uh, now you just need to win a bracelet. Wow, that's nice. He felt inspired the other day. I gotta say, Pat was like, <laughs> I made two bracelet final tables. I know you did. You're not gonna get another tweet from Pat McAfee for final tables. He wants the he wants the the hardware. It's true. You know, I I didn't even I didn't even like uh, tweet out the sweat when I made the second one, even though I was one of six. I know. I I, just, I, I noticed that. I just knew it would never end well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I no. watched it. I watched it go down. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was depressing. That is that's that's Me like class yeah. A it's just, like, I just like I was like, wow, this this could just be it. This could just be Berkey's time. Man, I know? never thought I was winning it. Not uh, tweeting it is class A fucking withery. Mm-hmm. It was like it, yeah. Well, I jinx tweeted myself last time, so I figured mm-hmm. I would try the opposite route this nah, time. Nah, you can't you can't you can't like fool the poker gods. Like you think you can. You think you can just like twist things around and then you know things will work in your favor and they won't fuck you. But I think that just makes him more angry. Yeah. It was it was so cruel though. Because like he would yeah. always have a piece of something and then just have to like hold or give it. Every time. Whatever. Every time he just had like the second best or he yeah. just had to have it just had to put chips in and it was just like I want I mean as a tourist I'm screaming from just just fold your way to second and then try to get lucky but I mean <laughs> if the people wanted to know where they can learn some more about the tortoise um education what's going on Well we have 7 seats left okay. for the Poker Out Loud Academy it'll be February 5th or I'm sorry February 2nd which is Groundhog's Day to the 5th uh if you want for more more information on that go to academy.solferwide.io and I think we have a mastermind coming out October 29th, Burke? Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday, 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, it'll be led by one of our community members, Money J2K. He is uh, a coach as well. And uh, he sent me the preview of what he's going to dig into. It's going to be pretty good. Basically, the outline is um, going to be very much on par with a lot of the things that we discuss, uh, assigning a why to the framework in your thought process. Uh, we host that for free for anybody to attend on our Discord channel. So if you guys want to click that, um, what are they called? QR codes? QR codes, yep. Yeah, if you want to click that QR code. I don't think you can click it, but you scan it, right? Yeah, scan it. Scan yeah, that you, bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you free. Can, you can also hit hashtag Discord in the chat. It'll there give you, you the link to get to our channel. Um, yeah, we'll be hosting that at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Feel free to attend. Awesome. Yeah, Money J2K. I like that name. Mm. Um, that's kind of catchy. Mm-hmm. I like that. My man's about the money. Talking about money. Um, <laughs> I read this article where <laughs> it seemed this 14-year-old girl stole 13500 from her grandmother's safe. Not only did she do that, she decided to go to school and be Santa Claus. <laughs> she started giving out hundreds to everybody that's in class. That's amazing. Good for her. Yeah. You... That's, is this buying popularity? Like, she's got to be the most popular person in school, right? Yeah, she should be. Apparently. Just handing out C notes. <laughs> apparently, only $700 was given back to the. Um, only 700 back. of the 13 or whatever. So 14, she gave 000? out 10000 She had 2500 in her pocket, and only $700 was given back. Oh, my God. So. Um, yeah, some kids got some new shoes, some new toys. Why, why is Granny got all that cash just sitting around in a safe? That's what I want to know. I mean, I can't judge her. What, what does she do? What does she need? You know, you know fifteen thousand. Maybe she, uh, maybe she was a part of the original uh, peppermint rhino pop up. You know, the the what? 
or the <laughs> so there, there are two there, there are two now there's the spearmint rhino and the peppermint hippo oh, the peppermint hippo i got gotcha. you maybe she was maybe she's still working she there. might be the founder you know there's a lot of grannies at the bellagio <laughs> <laughs> also she she's out there just taking two binds at a time off a of chin mm-hmm. <laughs> i tried to bluff them but it doesn't work no they always have it they have about the river oh. when they call the turn <laughs> I've had money stolen from my house before. Yeah, fifty thousand dollars. How much? Fifty thousand. Five zero. Why did you zero, have fifty thousand dollars at your house? When did you ever have fifty? It was, it was my mom's. Well, why wow. did she have fifty thousand dollars at your house? Vacation money. Vacation? Where the fuck are you going? Don't worry about Berkey, that. They, don't ask questions. Yeah, don't ask questions, man. These I'm not trying to important questions. Yeah, no, no, they should say important. People are in jail and shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. It actually turned out that it was my best friend and two other kids from the neighborhood. Sounds and like a good friend. We didn't even real like the money wasn't even we didn't even realize it was gone. <clears throat> Next day, it was like twenty four hours later, this kid comes up to my door and <laughs> Kevin Bennett, he gives me a fucking vanilla envelope with forty five thousand <laughs> Oh my got, god! I mean, at least you got most of it back. Oh, I got it all back. Yeah, good. Devin came over like ten minutes later, which was my friend, and it was like. Hey, what they took, we, we stole fifty thousand from your they house. They took it and then had a change of heart, and it was just like, well, we they can't spent do so that. they spent ten percent. They didn't spend anything. Kevin's mom, he somehow Kevin went to his mother about this, I guess, to help her out or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Where the fuck did you get this from?" Oh, and, and she's like, "Go take that back right now." Yes, <laughs> yeah. What but, you mean? He couldn't just sell the idea that he found fifty thousand laying around. Nah, it's kind of tough. I mean, there weren't cranberries. ocean spray 25 (laughs) are you still friends with those kids devin yes Uh, jesus christ me and devin you know been through some shit live across the street from each other we fought a billion times sure you know it's like um fight a friend yeah fight a friend shit happens is what does happen i mean talking about fighting a friend that's Talking crazy. about fighting a friend. I, I don't know if these two have ever been friends. I don't know what the fuck's going on with these two. I have no idea. I think man. they were friends at one point. They right? had to have been, right? Like, w- they're just, weren't they vouching for one another? I just, they have to be. Tim Riley, fucking Nick Palmer. They're going back and forth on Twitter. There's a lot of shit. A lot of shit talking going on. You know, it seems that Friday night, him put out a tweet. Meet me at Mountain's Eds, 10 o'clock. Come fight. Nick didn't see it. Nick woke up Saturday morning, put out like five, six videos, bang, you're fucking blocked from Twitter, Nick. Sorry, out of here. Yeah, Twitter doesn't take kindly to, you know, promoting violence, I don't think. No, that's why not Conrad Simpson was developed. (laughs) But, you know, um, I was reading Slay's tweets and he was saying that it was all non-related. That the Twitter ban and the cops getting called had nothing to do with Tim. Okay. Or at least he didn't suspect that it had anything to do with Tim. Okay. Um, you know, Palma's got a lot of enemies out there. You know? <laughs> you know, actually, this is the best, like, who you hate fight. I mm. think ne- nobody's liked by both of them ever. Like, there's not somebody that likes them both. You right, either, either like, like one, one or, the, or other, the other or neither. Or neither, right. So, like, I, I think this, this, this got a lot of traction because, you know, Nobody likes him. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just like that uh, poker Twitter immediately turned into spectators of a cockfight. <laughs> where, where everybody's like demanding the throwdown for live feeds. They're trying to set a live line. I immediately went to Twitter and put out my live line. Yeah, Conrad had a live line up immediately. 
I mean, I think uh, Palma the Nest minus one ninety is really strong. That's wow. tough, yeah. right? I know. I know. The the, the Nest minus one ninety might be the sharpest bet of, nah, of everybody. Plus two twenty. I like Riley for sure. I, whoa, I, I whoa, like. Whoa. I definitely. I like Riley. Too. Definitely I, like I Riley. Mean, if really? If we're talking oh, about the stats now, like we, let's think about it. Riley uh-huh. might be. I think they're about the same height. Riley might be a little bit taller. Nah, but Riley has heart, bro. Okay. Like, I, Nick I is uh, probably a pit bull. When it comes to like a fighting scenario, I don't know, but it seems like he comes off I'll that tell way. You this. He's a kid from the Bronx. I'll tell you this: I don't like either one of them. Yeah, sure. But if you had to ask me to bet on which one would fight to the death, it's going to be Paul. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's like, not even close. If the kid's like, don't get me wrong, like he, he has, probably, he has probably very little to live for. He probably deserves. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, that's a little. Wow. There's, there's nobody else like. That's more picked on in poker. I mean, they, they are are picked hold on, on, hold on, hold on. I mean, probably deserved. Who knows? I don't know personally, but what the massive brothers, Jaffe and fucking like all these things. Whatever, they do. man. They they troll everybody. Like, I, I actually love it. It's great. I don't. I think they're all clowns. Yeah, I but, mean, they're middle aged men that are like you know trying to pick up a schoolyard fight. So I guess they really don't have a lot. To live <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, I think they were just beefing for a while. Haven't yeah. they been beefing for like years? Dude, like, I don't know. There, I, there's I, like I all kinds know. of weird back and forth. Uh, it's, it's hard to trace the, the root of all this. The yeah. first thing that I ever heard about Palma was uh, the whole Foxen thing where I don't even think it was Foxen who directly called him out, but somebody called out Palma uh, for owing Foxen a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it seemed to open the floodgates of a lot of other people kind of coming out of the woodwork saying like, oh yeah, he owes me this, that, or the other. And then that was the thing for a long time. And then Palma had a sun run during uh, COVID where it looked like he paid a lot of people back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, a lot of those old beefs just, they didn't die. I I believe the origin story of the Palma <coughs> Riley beef was that Riley outed Palma for being uh, a slow pay, no payer. Okay. I think. I'm pretty confident that that's the the origin. I, I would, so, I'd be very curious to know like what is the origin because like I'm pretty sure like for them to be talking shit like this to each other, I feel like they were friends at one point and like... I'm pretty sure that Palma owes Nick money or in the past owed Nick. Sorry, the opposite. Palma owes Palma Tim. owed Tim money or uh, so, something to that regard. Yeah, uh, I, I follow this very, very loosely. Very closely. <laughs> very, very, loose, very, very loosely. Where, where are we at in the state of this feud? Is it? Are they gonna fight? Is it gonna happen? Is it dying down? Is it kind of blowing over? So What's basically, Nick went to Twitter um, via Slay's Twitter on Saturday and said, um, "We have this backyard." Of me. Said, "Yo, Timmy, Timmy, <laughs> man, yo, you fucking pussy, yo, your wife's more a man than you are. We got this backyard, Timmy. Where you at?" Cause you're doing better Palma than Palma. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> That's all I saw. Uh, that is exactly what we saw on Twitter. And um, it's time to put up a shut up, bro. Let's fucking go. Let's do this. I'm gonna punch your fucking face in, brother. Where's yeah. he from? He's from Mississippi. Nah, south, nah, south, he's, south, he's a Bronx somewhere? kid. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a Bronx oh, he's not, kid. He's not a southerner. But I gotta say, that was really fucking impressive. <laughs> it's it's really just like Birdo uh, hyped up a little. I know. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking it's your. It's yeah. your Birdo, but you gotta like put a little twist on it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to hear your cuz. <laughs> oh, I love cuz. I love cuz. Oh man. So, so yo, cuz. Are we getting? Are we getting to cuz at some point? Or yeah, no? we're gonna talk cuz. Okay, okay, fine. We're talking buck, fucking Bellagio five diamond. We're talking some poker. 
Chatty, congratulations on winning Bellagio Five Diamond for a little over one million. Ooh boy, that's a nice. Um, that's a tremendous. So this, is, this is Evslidge's second WPT win. I right? believe yeah. so. Uh, I'm pretty positive. Um, this guy is on a fucking heater, man. He's good. A absolute heater. Like, yeah, I've, he has to be. Since 2021, Damn. he's had four scores. Basically, he also smashed ACR million. during COVID. Did he? Just crushed it. Sick. So he had four scores totaling about $4 million wow. since April 2021. He has plenty more scores in between that, but like these are just the big ones. Um, Man, he's fucking crushing it. I, I don't know. Cuz. My boy Cuz. Bro, Cuz was blowing up the Bellagio poker. Yes. Cuz is crushing it too. He final tabled uh, WPT Florida, I believe. No, it was, um, he got second. Oh, sorry, sorry. It was against uh, Chance in yeah, the yeah. Um, Chalk Chalk yeah, 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 that yeah. one. That's right. Yeah, he's, he's, on, he's crushing it. But, you know, Cuz had a little extra emotional roller coaster for this one. He wasn't even only just like living out the fucking, the game. He fucking slow rolled himself. Look, first of all, Cuz Cuz has an extra emotional roller coaster every time he gets dealt in. Hand, okay, like, Again, it's let's a, let's it's be a... clear. My man is living the fucking results. Okay, he's invested. Yeah, as uh, he should be, man. No wings, no wings, Cuz. Come on, one time, one time. hold, let the real hand hold. One time, Ace, guys, back up, so we can get... guys, back up, please. Yeah, so that was a uh, 400k ace on the river. Before that, it, it was, um, we don't have the video anymore. There was a video on Twitter surfacing that Cuz <laughs> missed, they were got it all in, and Cuz misread the run out of the board, and he thought he had won. That was for the win, too, yeah. That he was had, for the win, too, and he was, he, he had, had a massive chip lead. He had like a 3-1 chip lead at that he point. He was so excited yeah. for about 2.3 seconds. And then they said, Cuz, <laughs> you ain't win. Yeah. He was like, wow, nice hand, nice hand. <laughs> God. I mean, because so, it's such a character, man. Imagine the emotions going through this guy, right? He, that happens to him. And then he finally he gets it in get, again. So good. Just got to fade three outs. And then we don't have the one where he's like, you think you're better than me? <laughs> that <laughs> one was how great. How did we not get that, that one? Was great. That was the best one. He, uh, did he double? Did he double yeah, that he hand? Doubled. Okay, yeah, he doubled. Okay, so he doubled through Chad. Because they wanted to chop from yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see this one. So he doubled through Chad to make it even stacks again. Or maybe to take a two-to-one chip lead. I okay. can't recall. Um, but after the hand ended, he was just like, that's right, baby. That's right. Let's fucking go. Let's go. You think you're better than me? You want to chop now? You want to talk chop now? This guy doesn't want to fucking chop with me. He thinks he's better than me. We're going to talk chop now, aren't we? Yeah, it was fucking great, bro. Yeah, just the on. fact that he just was like, you think you're better than me? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. Part, he's so bro. emotionally invested in all of it. Like, uh. he legitimately, like, asked for a chop, and the guy's like, no, I'm an elite professional. I'm not chopping. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes, oh, okay. I, I fucking, okay, cuz. Okay, cuz. This, this is how you want to be like that. Okay, you selfish motherfucker. Okay, yeah. I see. Yeah, he really. You think he's better than me. Cuz wears it on, just wears it. We should get cuz on here. 
Yeah, I, I that would be amazing. I yes. would love it. I've had one conversation with him on a random line at fucking the World Series, and he seems like a Legitimately, great, fun-loving like, guy. His story's worth telling. Uh, I caught up with him a little bit. I think it was in Florida, WPT. I think that was the last time I traveled, so it must have been. Uh, but I caught up with him a little bit there. I've known him for, fuck, decade and a half, maybe. Maybe longer. I don't know. Um, but he's only recently started getting to a point where he's like playing a lot of these uh, higher buying stuff. I don't, I don't want to like talk too much to what his situation is. He's free to if he likes. But basically, he's in a spot where he can play all this stuff now. Yeah. And he's fucking doing really well. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's really putting up results over the short term. And, you know, like let's call a spade a spade. Like Cuz is good at what he does, but he's not out there grinding PO and. Yeah, he's an uh, old school know, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's, he's exploited to the machine, uh, bro. Yeah, yeah. Fucking you think you're better than me? You think you're <laughs> fucking better than Cuz, man? Um, but like his, his whole story is, is kind of fascinating. Like, uh, everything that led up to this point, like, you know, he, he basically found this, I guess, spark within the last year and a half. He found the opportunity to finally play and like putting up results on top of it. And like, he's just out there living. He's, he, he's fucking he, living life, man. He just like randomly, uh, I, I don't, I can't remember if his mom got sick or if she passed away, but whatever it was, uh, like something like that happened, and then he was just like, "I'm just fucking taking a vacation to Europe. I'm going on a cruise." And he just went. Good for him. Just went from by himself and just like, you know, came back, started smashing WPTs. Let's go. No big deal. That's how you do it. Unlike Landon, he took a vacation to Europe and got smashed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's what's supposed to happen. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Um. Do you have any cuz stories for us? I have a lot of cuz stories. You got, I just I didn't even know Miss Cuz for the longest time. Uh, I just knew him as the cigar guy. Yeah, so his name is Steve Buckner. Let's yeah. go let's get that out there because we didn't mention that. We, everybody just calls him Cuz. Everybody he calls everybody Cuz. Everybody calls him Cuz. I've never heard Steve in my life until I had to look it up. Yeah, it's true. Uh he literally calls everybody Cuz. <laughs> hey Cuz! Everybody. You think you're better than me, cuz? Okay. Uh, we final tabled the 1506 Max WSOP event. This must have been 2017 ish. Oh, yes. Um, and I came in as a short stack. So the official final table was six, but we had the unofficial final table of seven. And I think I was seven of seven with like 12 blinds or something like that. I managed to bust two people, run up my stack to like 50 bigs, and. Uh, at the time, this is when like the me Polk feud was at its at its height. Mm -hmm. Polk was doing the commentary, <laughs> and uh, this hand happened where I think I was like three of five, and Cuz was like four of five or five of five maybe. Um, but I had like fifty bigs. Cuz had like thirty, and we had just gone on break, came back, and uh, he opens under the gun five handed. Folds to me in the small blind. I have eight four of spades, and I've I've played with Cuz for you know two decades. I just know he, uh, especially then, was just like very risk averse, mm -hmm. and that this was a big moment for him. Um, and I just knew that I could apply like a lot of ICM pressure. Uh, also, like it, it was just true of the whole table. I had seen like uh, spots where like Ace Ten was raised folding, and you know just shouldn't have been. It should have been fighting things like that. So like, I'm just like okay, like. I had a live read where I was just like, he's weak here and I'm just going to apply ICM pressure and I'm going to make it, you know, nine blinds and just win. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember what it was. It was a sizing tell. 
uh so cuz if you're out there you know maybe go back and review that footage but like i <laughs> i think he was you don't need your help bro Dude, <laughs> five. He, yeah. he was opening like three to f- between like three and five x exploit baby uh always okay um and was showing up with really strong hands so like he was he was v-pipping very very low like you know 12 percent, whatever but he was opening like three to five x so we were all getting out of his way gotcha but we come back from break and he opens like two x and i was just like this is fucking dust like this is for sure dust he's trying to sneak one through fuck this guy i'm gonna three bet him so i three bet the eight four suited to like nine blinds or whatever this motherfucker just takes king jack off and stuffs it in my face (laughs) (laughs) you you, you definitely just fucking gasped for air i couldn't breathe man (laughs) i couldn't breathe that's one of those moments where you just fucking gas for air like where did you fucking find this what did you do on break i couldn't believe it and i ended up busting fifth uh, in an annoying fashion, I then go in the booth with Polk, <laughs> and he starts like grilling me on this hand. And like, I don't want to just like say on air that you know, like I had a very clear live read in his betting tells, and that uh, you know he's giving it away. So I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I just had a feeling he was light, and he's like, yeah, well, he just stuffed it on you anyway. I go, yeah, and then he just uh, stuffed it up my butt. <laughs> And Ron McCarran's just like, uh, that's a streaming term, ladies and gentlemen. That's fucking hilarious. To everybody out there, if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, join our community, show us some love. Also, on another hand, I have not, and I repeat, I have not seen a winner for our new name. Nah, wait, time out. I want to go back to Bellagio. We're, we're, not, we're not gone. We're okay, not done. Go I just wanted to say, state that we have not found a new winner. A winner to our new name. Uh, I got to tell you, there's a lot of support to keep it Nerds and Brainiacs, and yeah. I'm on that team. Okay. I am too. You know what? It might just have to be the Nerds and Brainiacs. I don't know. I saw the L- LMA Niners. Huh? I thought, oh, I thought the that LMA was Niners. That's kind of cool. That was goatish. But, you know, we'll, cool. we'll, we'll keep thinking. We'll keep looking We're around. We'll talk about it. We're naming a group after your illiteracy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yes, imagine imagine identifying are. as, like, a supporter of the podcast as, like, uh a proud LMA Niner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we get from Brain, like, like, Brainiacs and... Right, like, somehow you wear, like, that as a badge of honor. I you know. get, like... Like, we get merch that has, like, LMA 9. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna have the biggest fucking poker merch in fucking the game with right. LMA 9. Mm-hmm. That's it. LMA 9's... You know, that's, it's happened. That, we call that the game. All right, L- anyway. Lucky for you, there's no competition. <laughs> <laughs> poker merch isn't exactly flying off the shelves. You know, I mean, whatever. I just gotta become number one. That's fine. So, um, Blasio Five Diamond. Everybody loves that event. It seems like it's one of the it's one of the prestige events. Um, was was was. Yeah, I mean, there is some things people don't like. I mean, like I'm sorry. They need to get their structure together, as in like the household of t- having enough tables and stuff like that. No, it was actually good this time. Was it? Uh, I mean, it was half the fields, or uh, maybe even like. Closer to one third the size that it usually is. Okay, that's why I'm saying was. Okay. I, I think it's dead. I mean, it's not dead. It was still a million for first. Yeah, but it won't. I mean, it won't be in its current form next year. Gotcha. Like it. Whatever. What Conrad's trying to get to is that they didn't even televise the final table. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. I was there the whole time while the final table played out. Um, it was it was pretty ridiculous. Like, I was like, wait, are they? Because I'm used to it being like in the esports arena mm-hmm. or somewhere where they're like I can watch it at some point. Um, but I was there, and basically our table was like right next to their stuff, right? Yeah. Um, 
so they were playing in the high stakes. If you guys know Bellagio, there's uh, you know, the floor, then there's Bobby's room, and then there's another high stakes section up the stairs. The high uh, side. Up to the right, right? Uh, right next to the sports book. So they pretty much closed out the high stakes uh, back area, and that's where they were playing. And it was just weird because we're like, wait, how are you playing this there? Like, doesn't feel like this is a million dollar win. Right, all this money up top. They're playing on just like a normal table. Yeah, no, well, they changed the table to, they changed the fell or whatever for WPT. Yeah, 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 they they put all the WPT branding on it. They changed the table. It was was fine. But it just felt off, man. This is a big L for the poker community. You want to know why? Having fucking cuz on a fucking live stream oh, final table is man. something else, man. Right. Like, you guys sure. don't understand. This is a personality, like, one-of-a-kind personality. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is just I amazing. I mean, the whole poker room was rooting for because you can hear the, <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta remember this, right? We're all playing, like, cash games, and then you just hear out of nowhere, like, let's fucking go! Let's go! You think you're better than me? <laughs> Yo. And the poker room just like explodes, right? Everybody's like, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a character, man. You can't not root for him in this moment. Like, he's just, he's you just have kid. to. You have to. I you mean, it's definitely, to. it's definitely unfortunate uh, for everybody involved. Like, it's, it's, it's an unfortunate series of events for this to not be a televised WPT. For I sure. I don't know. And chat, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong or anybody else who's out there. I don't know of another major WPT stop that's not televised. Yeah. Another major WPT stop that is not televised. Uh, Thunder Valley, maybe? Okay. I don't even think that's true, though. I'm pretty sure it's televised. Uh, Choctaw? Choctaw. Yeah. Wait, is Choctaw wait, WPT? Yeah, yeah, it is. Was Chanson, was Chanson's final table? Yeah, it was televised. Okay, so we do have some, from some cause footage then. So, like, <laughs> the way I understand WPT's model to be is that casinos pay them to come and brand the tournament or whatever. Uh... And they decide whether they want to pay for a stream mm-hmm. or a televised final table. But maybe now there's a third option where it's just literally none of the above. Yeah. Was Venetian televised this summer? I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think I don't anything think at Venetian's so. ever been te- televised. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I saw Sean McCormick write about this yesterday because a lot of people were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And he said... It's up to the property if yes. they want to mm. if they want to do it. Yeah, it's a diff- so. It's the cost is very different uh, to have the event live streamed <laughs> versus televised versus nothing. I imagine. Mm-hmm. But now that I think about it, the Venetian was probably the first instance that I could ever think of off the top of my head that wasn't broadcast. Um, Thunder Valley was not as well. Somebody just said in the chat. Yeah, but that makes sense. It's a small, it's a relatively small stop uh, on your yeah. tour. Yeah. But like, this is the five diamond. This isn't. That's like, what I mean. Like, that's why I said it's dead. Because like, <laughs> this was the biggest WPT. St- it's just like LAPC. LAPC is dead now. The WPT is not attached. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's fucking totally dead. This past, like, we gave it a chance during COVID, where it was like, uh, okay, maybe because COVID happened, and WPT uh, or LAPC didn't uh, re up with WPT, maybe we just need to let it rebound. Because I don't know if you guys remember, but the first LA uh, PC that they ran post COVID or whatever got like eighty runners. Mm. The first was, was like bomb. You know, yeah, yeah, it was bomb. It was that like sucks. One hundred fifty k to first or some shit like that. And that used uh, to be huge, like a million plus, right? Oh, it used to be the biggest. Uh, it, it used to be. It's staggered. They're, like during during peak uh, 
peak poker boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 1.5. Yeah, LAPC, uh, Five Diamond, and the WPT Championship were always like the biggest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think LAPC was 2 million at one point. Yeah, like during mm-hmm. peak. Yeah. Right? Uh, Legends was also very big. But all of these, like, uh, in, the, in recent years, all of these have gone into decline with the exception of Five Diamond. Okay. Five Diamond was growing while LAPC was getting smaller, while Legends had yeah. shriveled up to almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, WPT Championship got restricted. It became a tournament of champions instead. Gotcha. So like the only one of those collective that had stood the test of time was Five Diamond. And that, ki- that came at the cost of Festival Lago going by the wayside, the Dual Brunson Classic going by the wayside, uh, the championship obviously like changing venues and all types of other stuff. Five Diamond was still the staple event. Yeah. But now with the WPT championship moving to the win, becoming a 15 million guarantee, that's this is now becoming an afterthought. It's in October instead of December, which I didn't necessarily think was going to be a huge deal, but it's very clear, abundantly clear that a December tournament's going to outperform an October yeah, tournament. How many runners did we get for this year? Do we know? Five. 70 okay, barely all. broke the guarantee yeah. uh, i think there was like i think there was like 5.1 million in the prize pool or something Damn, like that it was a 5 million guarantee. there was an overlay going into day two okay uh there was like Jesus. 470 or something 460 something like that registered okay. yeah i remember this being like almost like a tournament that almost reached a thousand runners wait time out no it, it cracked like all, a thousand like, like a lot Jim. yeah like the last five years it cracked a thousand i'm pretty I sure i did not see one tournament hand history in the chat he didn't play i don't i was in a really good cash game <laughs> oh my god come on man i'm not a tournament pro he was drunk know. um he wasn't in a good cash game he got drunk it's true he's not lying <laughs> yeah you okay. didn't even try I, I was in some good cash games you didn't even try man <laughs> i don't need to try i'm rich i remember those days uh, <laughs> i miss those days <laughs> i mean i guess you're right you're rich. You're good. I was playing two five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was Darren Elias put a tweet out. Um, basically, he was saying that he spoke to some people. Like, there's been conversations going around saying that um, they like this new structure without dinner breaks. Well, to be clear, it's and, not new. Five Diamond's been this way for a decade plus okay i didn't know that yeah it's always been this way okay and they're just changing for so other wpts are just changing it's to savage. This now? Sav- savage is the one who initiated this as far as i understand oh uh, this started at Bergata years ago like the five no- years ago really six the- six years ago no 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 this has been going on five diamond way longer i'm saying that no breaks yeah, like yeah, just yeah. Bergato used to do this seven years ago. They like, yeah, remember? At, yeah, they did do that. Start at twelve remember? back in the day. And yes. you're, in, you're out at you're eight. Right, they did or whatever. Yeah. You're just gone. But you're done. Either way, they both were doing it for a while. Yeah. I mean, they might have like shared the idea. Like, mm-hmm. who knows, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, Bergato had this for a long time. Everybody mm-hmm. enjoyed it. It was so much better. You're 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 in at twelve. You're out at eight. See you later. Yeah. See you at day two. All right, I like. Just, I mean, yeah, it sounds good. It sounds. What do you guys think about it? Like, what do you think about? Um, do you want a dinner break? I would. I would play more tournaments if it was just faster right like we just get in at 11 be out at eight with like a couple breaks in the middle and you're done it's Mm -hmm. so much better than like get in at 11 you're out at fucking 11 or like it's that's so insane yeah you're forcing a 12 hour day right it's unnecessary it's just like you're just you're just gonna take like an hour and a half and just have a dinner break for instead of just 
playing through and then eating afterwards. Like it, it really doesn't. And I then also you should just have like op, like you know some especially places like Bellagio and stuff where like they mm -hmm. can bring you food right to the table. Yeah. Like you're fine. Yeah. Like be like, hey, can I get a runner? And then like the runner's like, hey, can I go get noodles? It's like do we think this is going to you. evolve? Yeah. Like, this is going to evolve so where, like, most tournaments are like that? Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm curious about. Because, right. like, I, I, th I think a lot of people do, like, the no mm -hmm. um, dinner break. People have families. They, like, they want to get home. Right, Like, exactly. nobody wants to get home at midnight. You want right. to get home at 8 o'clock, get your kids to Especially bed at 9 o'clock. if you're playing the next day. Bro, yeah. family or no family. It's just, like, it's such a long mm -hmm. day, man. Yeah. Like, to get there. Tournaments now, they don't even start at 12. They mostly start at 11. Yeah. And then you're out. Like eleven, at twelve. Night. Like 11. Usually, the ones that play down to like a certain percentage, usually you're there. No, pretty those late. are the devil. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate those, bro. It is. You have to play them because they're like high value, so to speak. But like, bro, that's fucking unbearable, man. Yeah, I mean, all these Venetian events, they all like, yeah, I'm pretty late sometimes, you know, because yeah. they play down to twelve percent or whatever the hell it is, eleven percent. Yeah, one, two in the morning. Yeah, and then you got to come back the next day. At 11 or whatever it is. Also, like, yeah. breaks that go into other breaks and shit. Like, what do you like, mean? like, when they do one of those where, like, there's a color break and then one level and then another break. Oh, it's like, what uh, are yeah. we doing? Yeah, and, yeah. like... Mm -hmm. Like these things need to start, bro. Yeah, there was a lot of color up issues this year at WSOP. Yeah, you do a color like, up break and then, yeah, play. And then the, instead of just waiting until the dinner break, so you just have it was nice. They only did they only did one color up on day one, and it was when we bagged. That makes yeah, sense. That's that's I, great. Yeah. yeah, WSOP was um there was a lot of color up breaks, but I, that's also with the big field. They were just unnecessarily coloring up though. That's what like, I thought. They were like, they were scheduling them too soon, and they were they were doing it in a redundant manner. Like mm -hmm. they easily could have done it in such a way where um they were delay. So they would color up the hundreds and then five hundreds within like four levels of one another. And they could have just delayed the hundreds to when you did the 500s as well. No, they could have just delayed, like you could just not color up the 500s until you color up the 1Ks. Okay. Like, huh. it, like they're I close enough saying. together and the chip denomination is practical enough that it doesn't make a big difference yeah, for I see those what you're WSOPs. Um, and it also would allow them to create a better structure because there, there were a lot of instances where they would repeat um, repeat the small blind like two or three times. Yeah. And the same thing with the big blind. Mm -hmm. So they would do like 1,000, 2,500, and then 1,500, 2,500, or something like that. Uh, no, it would be after that, obviously, because they would get rid of it was right after the 2,500 level because they would get rid of the 500s. And so then they would go 100 or 1K, 3K, mm -hmm. 2K, 3K, okay. 2K, yeah. 4K. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it was already coming off of it being. 1k 2500 so it's 1k 2500 1k 2 uh 1k 3k 1 yeah. 2k 3k and it just becomes like this unnecessary redundancy just to get chips off the table which causes obviously mass confusion to begin with and you know like whatever people don't care about having high volumes of chips yeah honestly people want more of it yeah honestly like that was a big thing like i personally don't care for seeing chips that was a big thing. A lot of people were just saying that. Uh, aesthetically, I think yeah. that like it's a really good marketing ploy. Yeah, mm -hmm. for, oh, it's definitely good for marketing. Yeah. And I'm the type of person who's happy to always color up and have a, a, a small number of chips in front of me. I don't care. Yeah. But in a general sense, like it's uh, it's better for optics and it also <laughs> makes things run smoother. Yeah, you get attacked more when you look like you don't have any chips. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you look like you have no chips. Like I'm coming for that big blind, bro. But if you look like you have towers, I'm like, 
maybe I'm just gonna fold this queen nine <laughs> off in the hijack. You <laughs> know, I'm just gonna let it go, bro. Shout out to Gary Muth. He says Dover, Delaware Downs did an Ironman tournament a few years ago that went 36 hours with no breaks what? or dinner breaks. That's Ugh. silly. Large starting stacks and with long levels. That's Get the right. fuck out of here. 36 hours? Yeah, it's wild. They should call the cops on that. Ironman yeah. Man tournament are okay, but like they're not like not in the truest sense. You don't run it start to finish. Yeah, Iron Man style. And that's 12 o'clock. Oh, you're in 12 hours into yeah. it. No, no, no. You bag. You just bag. Like, just run an eight-hour day and then bag. So the only Ironman tournament I think I've ever seen was in Jacksonville, and it was only just a 12-hour tournament. And after that 12 hours, you got your, like, an ICM chop. That's ridiculous. I think. I'm that's pretty sure that's how it went. silly. I'm <laughs> pretty sure that's how it went. I mean, it's just, like, it, stuff like that is just so silly. You're just doing it to, like, follow up with a name or a market. Like, nobody <laughs> wants that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Right? But, like, you don't, the whole point is, like, if you want to run a tournament without breaks, fine. Just bag at normal hours i want to just get more hands in i want to loop around back to the topic of bellagio though so what, what does bellagio want to kill this or do you think that they're going to do things to bring it back like well we know. i don't think i don't think it's a good sean, question for i don't sean. think sean mccormick wants the five diamond like they're one of their marquee events to just like fade into the yeah, that's oblivion a- and then lose lose that to a win property. Well, obviously sure. something happened here, right? Like something had to have happened for them to be in a position to have to move five diamond, right? Yeah. What do you so, mean move five diamond? Well, something happened where either win came out them with more money or something, maybe. Yeah, something happened no, in negotiation. WPTs now. No, but you no, don't but understand. Listen. Something had to have happened at the WPT level for them to say, like, you can no longer run five diamond in December if you want us to be a partner. Like you don't have this option anymore. Right, because like they they let the win step on that tournament, right? Now whether that something that happened was Bellagio dragging their feet and not inking the the contract, or um, you know maybe it was a cooperative effort where they said, okay, that's fine, like we're happy to move five diamond, like whatever's best for all parties involved, or WBT gave them a kickback and said, like, look, uh, we won't charge you this year for running it because this is more important to us. Who knows? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm speculating, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. but the whole point is that something had to happen for Bellagio to give up, quote unquote, premier real estate, right? Like they had sure. the best dates of the year locked in and they gave it up. So like something had to have incentivized that. Uh, just going back through the history, you have to go all the way back to 2013 to find a smaller field in the five diamond. The past two, uh, the past two five diamonds were over a thousand runners. The two prior to that were between like 750 and 800. You have to go all the way back to 2013, and in 2013 they got uh, 400 and some, I think. 2012 they got 503. 2013 they got. Uh, 449. Yeah. Um, and that was just shortly after changing it from a 15k buy-in to a 10k. So yeah, I uh, think post I think, Black Friday they they yeah I think the writing's buy-in. on the wall for Bellagio. They just really don't care about tournaments. I mean, like, it, it's simple. Like it, it, it's just they keep doing more and more things to show that that's the case. I mean, it's that's like, a good question for Sean McCormick. Maybe we can um we can ask him one day. He does uh-huh. want to come on. He he hit me up today. Uh, I said I would talk to the team and basically figure out when it made the most sense yeah. uh so like i mean this is somewhat topical but like if we're gonna have him on he he has a lot to offer I yeah would, no absolutely we gotta get i'd something. like to make it more topical than that no absolutely um together but yeah i mean i i think that 
you know, at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff just boils down to business. And Christian's point is very valid. Like, we've seen a lot of WPT tournaments come through the Bellagio. At one point, they were the staple house of the WPT. Mm -hmm. And year over year, they just, you know, kept pushing towards not wanting to do that. Once the Fontana Lounge got removed and they restricted their space, I think that uh, it seems to be clear that they're moving in a direction to not giving a shit. Yeah, I mean, I went to Bellagio, I mean, I want to say it was a couple weeks, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I saw zero promotion for this Five Diamond. No, they never have it. Like yeah. zero. They never have anything. Like there was nothing like letting me know that there was a tournament coming up, nothing. Like this didn't no. care. No, no, zero. It's and their prelims, even, even at the peak of Five Diamond, their prelims were always dust. Yeah. It's always dust. Like there was a 5K that they used to run uh, a couple of days before. It might even have been a 5K, 6 max. Never got 100 people. Oh, they don't, they so, don't promote wild. it at all. You, don't, you would never know that a tournament is coming. There's like a little flyer. Like there, there was 550s there and shit that I saw after the fact. I was like, wait. No, it's just a deal. Yeah, but like, who's going to play? Like Baseball was tweeting uh, the different venues that had comparable buy-ins. Mm -hmm. And every single day, the Bellagio had... The same buy-in is like the win or the Venetian with higher rake and a smaller field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was always just like, yeah, this going. is a no-brainer. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to go here to play. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen there. We do see some um, possible East Coast poke coming back. Little Borgata. That's, that's definitely happening. Little Borgata resurgence. I mean, it just needs to come back, right? There's so much demand on that side of the United States. They have nothing mm -hmm. but Florida. Florida, no, you but know, like you're talking, I'm talking about the Northeast. Oh, no, like, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. The, the Northeast side. just has zero, zero tournaments right now. Yeah, it like, is super easy for them to get the Seminole, though. Hour and a half flight from New York. Yeah, but you got to remember, like, these guys that are playing these tournaments are like not. I understand what you're saying. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they scrunch yeah. they, 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 you know, they hustle up the thousand dollars and go down to Bergano. People, That's really exactly. what's people are hustling, people <laughs> yeah. have families, there's a bunch of shit yeah, going like on. Yeah, like they're dealing the night before, yeah, yeah. all night, and all then they night. like get that little bit of money. Straight Bang. to the fucking no, I'm tournament. Not, I'm not discrediting that, yeah. that the Bergano would pop off if they had uh, another series. I'm just saying that uh, it's not like the East Coast isn't completely being served. Like, the reason why Florida is as big as it is is because the Bergano went down. Or that's a, yeah, that's, that's a that's part one of it. reason. That's, uh, part of it. that's one reason why. Oh, it yeah. helps because everybody's fiending, and you know, yeah, you can see York. a direct correlation between growth in Florida and the Bergada not running events. Yeah, I, I don't. I wonder, like, um, if Florida, if one Borgata does come back, will Florida's numbers drop? And I don't think it will. Florida's always going to be. Good I think Florida is going to be the number one stop, like for years to come. Florida's just a great stop. Like everyone would love to go to a tropical place, like for a couple days, and like play poker there. The poker is great there. The women are great there. Like the drugs are great there. Everything's good. <laughs> wow. You know? Well, I'm just saying. What do you mean, wow? What part of my line? Yo, what's up, Andre? You you good? He's sleeping, man. Andre's out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been a long night, guys. <laughs> uh, oh man. You guys are well, talking about you know. Yeah, we can talk about stuff you like too. <laughs> what, what what do you like? Started with the sports. Oh, um, Andre, you you sent me sleep. something. If we're gonna talk no, to Andre, we gotta talk about like that. sex swings and <laughs> handcuffs, <laughs> whips and chains. No, no we're not gonna do that either. Well, Andre's life is about whips and chains. Yep. He's, it's like, he's like Rihanna out here. Well, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I, I didn't even know about Five Diamond existed until later on in my poker career. Right, I started my poker career way later than all of you guys so um 
the Bellagio can never hold any live streams. So it's really difficult. They could. It's hard. They're, they're, I know what you're saying. They used to, right? Yeah. They used to have. Well, POTS was like a, an epic failure. That was uh, their. Block. It was poker on the strip. Yeah. Live from the Bellagio. And it was just mm -hmm. really bad, like. They ran a live stream from. I think it was actually just outside of Bobby's room. They didn't even yeah. put it in Bobby's room. It was on the left side. Yeah. There's like a little. Where they play 2-5 now. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a little one table on yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's like a little isolated. But why do you, so why'd you think it was a disaster? Um, well, the production quality was incredibly low. Yeah. Uh, it, was at, it was like at the peak of the vlogging train, like really getting underway. Like that was, the, uh, that, that was when we first started to see uh, Brad Owen really make a name for himself. Nimi was already very established and they had access to those characters. And their... Uh, response was very very poor yeah uh, i want to say they averaged like a thousand views the only thing i remember seeing about it is like just really bad camera angles they, I feel like they were they were getting obliterated by live at the bike the way live at the bike is getting obliterated by hustler now yeah. gotcha. like they just could not compete with a poorly formulated plan uh, i think the idea was good i think the idea was great i think the execution was just very poor what the fuck man i saw a fucking poll put out I think Chin posted it in the group. It was, <laughs> what's your favorite stream? Hustler, Live at the Bike, The Lodge, or Other? How the fuck was Live at the Bike losing to Other? <laughs> Who is Other, first yeah. of all? Other is Poker Go. Other, uh, other would yeah. be, uh, yeah. no, I don't think, I, don't I mean, think. people are going to think of it that way. People are going to yeah, think sure. of Triton, yeah, they're going to yeah, think of Poker sure. Go. EPT. Yeah. Other, yep, that's true. Other should not have been putting it like that. I, I, think other, I think Other should have been like probably second. Yeah. Or, or first, yeah, but yeah, I sure. mean, Hustler's most consistent, so I understand why there would yeah. be one. Yeah, but other would be my go-to choice. If I don't I think people to. think of sense. Poker Go as live stream. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think like when I think live streams, I ne Poker Go never yeah. comes to mind. Do you think right. free? I, I guess. Like, when you, you think say, of like, live streams, I I never think of like. You think like an event? Yeah. I never think of like oh like. You pretty much think of YouTube. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like a YouTube and yeah, whatever's, about whatever's available like it's, there. It's a weird distinction. Right. I, I mm -hmm. don't know why that is. Like it never, it never comes to mind. I mm -hmm. don't attach live stream and poker go together. Yeah, maybe that's a problem for poker go. But I'm just saying, like that's how I feel. I'm not. I don't know if the the people think like that. I mean, too. they are in live streams though. They are. They're no, produced. I'm not saying that they don't do live streams. No, no, but they don't, right? Look, well, I, they they I, don't now, but they used to for. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm not, I don't, I don't think it's ruled out that they'll ever stop. Like they do kind of do a live stream at the world series. I think, I think that moving forward, they'll probably up that. Mm -hmm. The poker after dark stuff was live, wasn't it? No, they, all of that's recorded. It? Oh no. Friday night poker was live. Uh, Friday night poker was Friday live. Night poker poker was after live. dark. They used to do, but that they was used not to do... on poker go. Mm -hmm. That was on Facebook watch. Or... But poker uh, after dark, yeah. they used to just do the full live stream in mm -hmm. real time. Right. When they did like Seaver week and that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. those were live. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, those yeah. were live. Those in the jungle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they just got away from it. They got away from it as they were selling the licenses. Yeah. Do you know why? Any reason? Uh, well, I think that they are specifically creating content for TV. Okay. So, like the No Gamble No Future is a good example. I think that's a made for T product, made for TV product. So they just, just high, more highly produced, right? And, um, it's not even that's more highly or produced. Or edited, They're, I guess maybe they just edit it down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's they what make I it meant. episodic. Right. 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 Um. That, yeah. But yeah, I think that the idea is that. Uh, they don't 
care to feed the appetite of people that are tuning into Hustler five days a week. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Because they're already subscribing for edited content. Makes sense. All right. And then they get to double dip because, you know, a network will buy that edited Eventually. content. Eventually. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's so smart. you want to not put it out. You want to restrict the viewership of it. How much do you think Hustler so. would make if they would only stream their Friday game to their members? Yeah. Um, I mean, less. Yeah, a lot less. You make a lot less. less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, what twenty percent, ten to fifteen percent is going to pay? I don't know. It's, don't it's know. like what a thousand people? Maybe thousand more. Fifteen hundred. So yeah. it's just that. But they only pay once. Yeah. So it's times five. Right. So like, if they're making on average, let's call it five k per Friday reviews. Uh, so that's like twenty k a month, right? That means if you're charging. What, what, what's a membership? 10 bucks? Mm. Yeah, five, 10 bucks. You make like 10, 10 to 15,000 a month. So you need at least 2,000 members to, to make right. up for that, which you already have. Like they're already buying the membership mm -hmm. anyway. And they're already getting, they're making money from the stream. So it makes sense. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah, you would probably also lose sponsorship. I do yeah. wonder a world where PokerGo took the Hustler Casino model. Oh, they'd crush. They would. Yeah. They would obliterate Poker would have they, they would. I think that if they... I think that if they started running live streams five days a week, uh, off the top of my head, if I had to guess, I would say Hustler is probably averaging like 9,000 viewers Yeah, I would concurrent. say like nine to 12. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously their big streams do better, but I'm saying just on straight average, if we looked at like their last 200 shows, probably somewhere around 9,000 concurrent. I think it's within reason that Poker Go could do triple that. You're saying if they ran it for mm. free on YouTube? I don't know. Yep. Yeah. If they started, I don't know. Seems. Well, I, I don't think it's practical. But I'm saying if they actually out. rolled out, well, the easiest way to find out would just be uh, look at their past concurrence with WSOP. What does that do? Yeah. Right. If we if we were able to, and maybe I'm way fucking off. I don't think it does that good. I don't think WSOP... Not, not what they did last year. Whenever they did the full production. Did the full production on ESPN and stuff? ESPN? Yeah, but they used to live stream it. So, um, so they would live stream like... I don't even like think you though. can look at that, Burke. Because like that was like a product that was put out in like... Like basically Hustler has built up to what they do. Yeah, but it's the WSOP. Look, here's what I'm saying. If this summer they ran a bracelet event final table every single day of the summer for 45 days, mm -hmm. I would bet that they would do 25K concurrent. Nah. 25K? That's a nah, lot. Maybe nah. that's a bad bet, though. Nah. <laughs> I, I don't think people care that much about like a random $1,500 tournament. They care about like people sitting with a million dollars. Yeah, maybe that's true. With real cash like, makes people like, watch. Real cash, tons mm -hmm. of chips on the table, yeah. action, like... Recurring characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's still, yeah. that's still what I'm saying. Like, if they, if, if, if we think back to like Poker After Dark, if they were able to run that show five days a week, mm -hmm. right? And let's say the stakes ranged from 50, 100 up to 501K, five days a week. Yeah. Uh, if, they, if they did that, I think that like it's pretty reasonable to break 20K plus no, I, every I, I single day. I definitely agree with you. Um, and they should probably hire you for. <laughs> well, they shouldn't because it's not practical. It's not yeah. practical for them to have. Nick, Ali, Jeff, and Brent doing commentary five days a week. It's that, not practical for them to run the studio five days a week at you know forty k a pop to get it going. Yeah. Uh, it's not practical to do all of this for because like the the thing is though I think that that model would smash. 
it's important to do it economically. And if you do it economically, now you don't hit the top end that much. We're, we know the audience is there, right? Because like influencers, uh, like when Hustler does the influencer game, mm -hmm. they crack 20K, yeah. right? When they have Ivy on, they crack 20K. Well, if PokerGo would just routinely do this 200 days a year, they're going to destroy 20K. That's not going to be their ceiling. That's going to be closer to their floor. Yeah, for sure. But 20K concurrent isn't worth that much money. Do you think there's a way that they can do it economically? No, I think no, running, because running I, the studio is expensive. Yeah, I think the studio is what would be a big part of why they would create the new floor. Okay. And it's just so expensive. I think they could do it as a loss leader, but I don't know what that business model would look like to where they would make up all that revenue. Yeah, I understand. Right. I think that they, you know, I think, I think them quote unquote crushing it would be making like two to 2.5 million a year on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And the cost alone would probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of like 4 million just to run it. Yeah. Okay. I just don't know how big poker would be though, if right. they did do that model, because. Right. Like how, even if they set the new floor, what's the new ceiling? It might only be 10% higher. Yeah. I think that's a fair point. All right. Well, if you have not already, Please like, subscribe, show our channel some love. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time. I think we'll do 11, 12, 12 o'clock tomorrow, guys. Sounds uh, good to me. Yes, please. All right, we'll do 12 o'clock tomorrow. Um, yeah. Please like, subscribe. Give us a comment. Let us. Who's going to win this fight? Who you got? Pama? You got fucking Tim? <laughs> What's going on? We're all, the, we're all losers in this battle. We're all losers in this battle when it comes down to it. So it just is what it is. Um, and... Were you rooting for Cuz? Do you have any Cuz stories? I want to know. I want to hear more about this guy. Please I'm sad I don't put it in the Cuz fucking stuff. comments. Because I'm a big fan of him. I'm a big fan of his attitude. So I want to hear some more Cuz stories. Please let me know. Anyway, on that note, we are out of here. Peace. Later.